There we go. Cool. So Bex, what does what does marketing mean to you? Um, it's kind of something that's all encompassing, really. I think a lot of people think that marketing is kind of traditionally um, mm -hmm. newspaper adverts or radio adverts. Yeah. Um, a little bit kind of more up to date now, and they'll look at social media and stuff. But marketing is kind of it works alongside your brand and it's everything that you do and it's everything that you embody. So it goes right from um, how you portray your own company, what networking events that you go to, how you act when you, you're within those, right through to, you know, the, the more tangible stuff of mm. what revenue you get back from the paid ads that you're putting out there, your website, your logo. So it's just one huge encompassing beast. Yeah. Would you say that there's any sort of businesses that that sort of marketing doesn't work for or wouldn't be um you know useful for or applicable to um i think every company needs to market how mm. they do it is very different depending on what their business is who their target is where they are um there are some restrictions on on certain industries on what they can do and how they can how they can market so some might not be able to market on um kind of facebook or instagram for example mm. but they could go out and do kind of the more traditional forms of of leafleting or um face-to-face -face conversations so every every company even if for, from your one-man bands who have just started up right through to kind of multinational yeah. billion dollar industries they all need to market yeah for sure i'm from the same sort of school of thought on that as well um a lot of our clients are service businesses so we're looking at like accountants solicitors all the way through to sort of tradespeople. Um, what would the differences be there for, for those sorts of different two groups? Let's call it professional services and, and tradespeople. Yeah. It's, doing serv services can be a bit harder because obviously if you're selling a product, you've got something lovely and shiny, you can take lots yeah. of really nice pictures. Um, I think what what's other companies, more prof the professional, if we look at the professional service side of things first, mm. it's, it's probably more about gaining trust um a lot of them have for for many different reasons they might have um very negative influence within within society people might come at them and think oh you know you, you you're not to be trusted because you do this or i've i've heard bad stories about solicitors so you all must be the same mm. um so it's really kind of getting out there and pushing why you're trustworthy how long you've been you know really play on your heritage if you've been around for quite a while then, then play on that the fact that you've been a solicitor's firm for, for 40 50 60 years it's passed down through generations you've helped thousands of people you automatically start building that trust up and mm -hmm. um, similarly with trades i guess because we all hear about kind of you know the cowboy builders and, yeah. and what have you so again it's trust i think with trades there's another element to it and where you can show the results of your work so before and after shots mm -hmm. and reels when you're on site that kind of stuff so yeah. um you maybe just have to be a little bit more creative with it gotcha so what would an example from your clients be from within let's say the professional services where it's a little bit uh less tangible um how would you what sort of strategy would you implement for for those guys um so if we if we look at a solicitors firm who, who we deal with mm. um then we do a lot through seo with them so search engine optimization um, and we base a lot of that strategy around content clustering. So they are relatively well known in the area. Um, we do a few things with them. So we do have some PPC advertising running, um, but SEO is probably one of the main things. So we're really focused on an area, drill down, and it, it is this content clustering that's a, that's a key 
source so, for that. So when you say content cluster, do you mean um, as in you're on multiple different channels and it all sort of feeds in? So what, what's no, content sorry. clustering? Um, so, so no, content clustering um, in this sense is more for your, for your SEO. So if you were to write a blog about personal injury, Mm -hmm. don't just focus it on personal injury you, you could write one that's very generic but then you can break it down into all the different areas of personal injury so slip strips okay. falls um Let's and, and so on from there yeah. yeah and then it also helps you as a business as well with your strategy because you can sit there and go I know I need to blog but I haven't got the time I don't know what to write about I've written one on this mm. and then you go well actually if you break it down into loads of subsections write blogs around them you've got 20 to write and each of them is so specific, they will help eventually with your rankings if they're done correctly. Mm. And so is that key word there sort of eventually, right? Um, which is why we sort of get a bit of kickback on yeah. SEO strategies. Yeah. So obviously it's, it's all down to how competitive the local area is and the keywords are, et cetera. But on average, how long would you say um, somebody should invest in SEO before they expect to see returns just to set their expectations? I mean, personally, I'd say if you're established and you've got a little bit of, of domain authority on there, you're probably looking three months. Mm -hmm. Starting from scratch, you're probably looking six months. Um, so it is, and it, it is one of the things that puts people off because it is a, it's a long-term investment. There's, yeah. there's no quick wins for it. There's always some, shortcut it. No, there's always, there's always some little wins, some mm. um, our SEO manager, Tom, he always calls it low-hanging fruit. There's always some little wins that you can get quite quickly. Yeah. But if you really want to kind of maintain and keep climbing through the rankings, then mm. it, it's, it's a long, 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 long-term strategy. Yeah. So for professional services, you definitely advise going down SEO first and foremost. Definitely. Cool. Um, so for the clients that want to go down the social media route, um, a lot of the fears and concerns I hear are, you know, social media is for like entertainment and, and that sort of thing. And I actually sort of noticed that you did a bit of stand up as well. And so was that to help you with your content creation? It was no, no that, was a bet. that was a bet. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> that was a bet that got way out of hand. <laughs> How long did you do that for? Um, I did. So the, the actual, the first one I did was at Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. Um, oh wow! You I were know. big. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say like life. a local pub. <laughs> no, Edinburgh Fringe. Um, and then I did a, I did a couple of local ones. I haven't I haven't done it for for years, to be perfectly yeah. honest, and um, because I just didn't keep up with it, and I think you you, you lose the ball again. Yeah, yeah. So do you, do you see any sort of uh, sort of similarities between that form of communication and social media at all? Um, to a degree, it depends what your business is. So, mm. so for us, because we're a digital marketing company, we can put an element of fun into it. Mm. Um, I, I actually think the vast majority of, of companies can inject a little bit of fun. Yeah. Um, obviously, to, to varying degrees and depending on, on exactly what it is, some companies can have a little bit more freedom can with it than all others. The way. Yeah. Um, but I think I think that this, from the stand up point of view, I mean that just it just gives you a level of confidence when you're out networking and. Mm. Um, doing meetings and, and podcasts and interviews and that kind of stuff. But there's, there's, there's always room for fun in a business and yeah. there should always be an element of fun to that business because that at the end of the day, that can be what sets you apart from someone else. Mm -hmm. And so when clients first come to you, what are their first, like what are their main issues or what is it that they're trying to sort of get you to solve for them? Um, vast majority of the time, more people. 
more mm. people spending more with them over a longer period of time. As in more, more leads, more, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, and they might not know that's what they want. Mm -hmm. So they might just say, well, we want more money. Um, vast majority of the time that will come down to you want more people to buy or you need the, the people who you've got to become more loyal and buy from you repeatedly if you, you provide a service or a product that that would be relevant to. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's what marketing comes down to at the end of the day. We all want more business. We all want yeah. to work with more people. Yeah. And so what sort of impact do you have with those sorts of clients? Or like what would be, to make it more specific, what would be like your uh, best client story? Somebody who sort of came to you um, with those sort of common challenges and then, you know, you put a strategy in place and then, you know, turned it around for them. Um, we've got we've got quite a few success stories. Um, a lot of them are already established. It's harder if they're not because you've got to spend a bit more time with them. So we've, we've done a lot of work with new startups, particularly in the fashion industry. Mm. Um, and it's nice to see them take off. You help them create a brand um, and then you kind of let those babies go grow yeah. by themselves um, to a degree. Um, I think some of the most successful ones we've had have, have revolved. E-commerce is, is usually quite a good one for us. We worked okay. with um, a perfume company and we got them to their first £20,000 month. They, they, they had like huge, huge results. They were doing really, really well before. Don't get me wrong, we didn't go from nothing. Um, but we implemented a lot of different tactics. So we there was some social media, there was paid media, paid mm -hmm. ads, TikTok. We did some influencer campaign with them as well. So... Um, but of course, to, to achieve that, you have to spend big as well. And, and that's really the thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think one of the most frustrating things that we get is someone will come to us and say, well, if you can guarantee me £20,000 in a month, then I'll give you £10,000. And you, the thing with marketing, it's all, it's a gamble. Mm -hmm. Because nothing is guaranteed to yeah. work 100%. You'll always get some increase, but to what level can depend hugely. Yeah, yeah. And so you're looking at sort of audience, like you said, trust and credibility in the marketplace. There's like so many, you know, ticket value of your products. There's so many sort of different variables that can sort of impact a campaign, right? Yeah. And also, you know, just you, you might have a website and you really, really like your website and then you want to kind of do paid ads, mm. for example. If your website isn't easy to use um, and and really really simple to, to get to straight to the point particularly if it's e-com if there's a lot of checking out facilities then that can be really really hard and you're mm -hmm. fighting an uphill battle so you might have to do some extra spending on having your website optimized for it sure. yeah yeah and so if somebody doesn't have you know the budget to hire blaze and maybe they're just at that phase just before being ready to to come and invest in you guys how would you recommend they get started um, I think what they need to do is, is, is you start at the end. Mm -hmm. So think what your long-term goal is and then break it. It will be very much on your coach and your clients as well. You kind of, what's your end goal? And then you break it down to make it more manageable. Yeah. So even if it's something simple, like, um, you know, secure, if you haven't got a website, make sure you've got your domain. Mm -hmm. um, start getting some really nice imagery together. Start thinking about what content you could put on there. Mm -hmm. Get yourselves your social media accounts. It's free. Set up your social media accounts. Um, start thinking about what your identity is. Mm. Um, again, it's very similar to what you guys will do in terms of thinking about what you, you, your company culture is, what your mission, your vision, your purpose is, what language you want to use yeah. on there. So That's interesting having... you said that, though. Yeah, I, I didn't think you'd go down that road, but 
sort of why do you think that that's an important step to take in the, in the beginning so it's it's a cluttered marketplace the, mm. there are very few businesses that are set up that there isn't something else or someone else doing what you do and you know if they've been doing it for, for 20 years why would someone come and come and use you so mm. um one example i was given was if you're walking down the street and there's a coffee shop on your left and a coffee shop on your right they both sell exactly the same coffee they're exactly the same price but one of them gives 20 percent to charity which one are you going to use mm. most yeah. of us would like to have that that good feel good factor that you've done a little something else so you'll, mm. you'll gravitate towards that so if you can put your and it doesn't have to be given money to charity but if you can set yourself aside from people in something else that you do apart from the product or service that you sell that's where you kind of cut through and that's where you get across that you're different and why people should use you because at the end of the day you know we can all buy something off someone else yeah. online so why why choose local yeah that's you it do that because you're making a difference yeah and I find that a lot of small business owners are really obsessed about price and thinking that you know they've got to discount etc but and I always say you know why does somebody go to a football match and pay you know 100 quid per ticket when they could watch it for almost free at home right <laughs> why do they pay for bottled water when they can just open their tap right and so there's like a lot of other reasons why people buy things it's, it's yeah. not just price so yeah, yeah. Now I'm really sort of surprised and happy that you went down the vision mission <laughs> culture route because yeah lots of people kind of go for the quick hacks and the that sort of stuff but it's, it's always short-lived yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the problem with discounting your price is it's really difficult to then put them back up yeah. and it is the hardest thing I do you know we understand that that pricing is it's a hard thing to do mm. um because you want to be seen to be give value and it, especially if it's a service putting putting a price on your time can be a difficult thing yeah. so sometimes it's easier for someone to come to a coach like you and go well what do you think this this is worth because it can be hard when once you're inside your own head and that's the same with marketing you think you're doing the right thing by putting out sales post after sales post after sales post mm. it just gets lost yeah that's why you need kind of different little different strategies that all bolster together yeah yeah and so with your professional services clients or any of your service clients what would you what would be your sort of multi-phase strategy um to sort of when they first come to you let's say they, they do have the budget a decent budget to get started with you what well, how would you guys sort of look after them so kind of first you, the, the first thing is having a bit of a fact find where we go through what we just talked about what's mm -hmm. your mission what's your vision what you want to get out there what makes you different why would people come to you instead of going to x y and z you've been trading for 100 years mm. um and then we sit down and we work out the best kind of way what again going back to what what's your end goal so the quick wins that you can do are your paid ads ppc paid social ads um you're going to get kind of a quick hit we need to then have a look at your website and do a bit of an order on the website though and make sure that that's performing as it needs to be in order for those conversions to come in um and then we will build kind of from there you know do we need to pull an seo do we actually need a completely new website because yours just isn't functional yeah do we need to do some content writing to help you with with that mm. um are you putting out enough organic social media content? Can we help with that? And then we just kind of build from there. But okay. a lot of the time, it, it, people want that quick hit. Mm -hmm. And so do you tend to stay local with your strategies or is it more sort of keyword based and then just quite broad in terms of location? Um, it, 
it depends on the client and where they are. A lot of our clients are, are based around either Liverpool or the Northwest. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, if, if it's kind of location-based SEO, then we look heavily at that. Um, we do have some other clients who are based in London, so we'll go kind of more specific to them. Um, and again, it depends what it is that they're after. So we do copywriting for um, some multinational companies who are based all across Europe and America. Um, and that's not necessarily location dependent. It's more about their product. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, well, yeah, I think we want to try and keep these short and sweet. So uh, I've got my assistant sort of kicking me under the table, basically. <laughs> so, uh, so Bex, we'll leave it there. Um, and yeah, if we sort of want to continue down this marketing uh, rabbit hole, definitely sort of get you back on because I want to continue the conversation. So, uh, so Bex, thanks for your time. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you. And uh, if people want to find out more about Blaze Media, where where can they find out more? Um, You can head to our website, blazemedia.co.uk. Okay. Any social media that you guys are on? Um, It's the Blaze Media. Um, Just don't get us confused with the American media company. (laughs) Very, very different. But yeah, the Blaze Media on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Awesome. All right. Cheers, Bex. Cheers.